Today's episode of Real Ghost Stories Online is brought to you by Robinhood, giving you guys, our listeners of Real Ghost Stories Online, a free stock. Yes, a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help you build your portfolio. Sign up at realghost.robinhood.com. That's realghost.robinhood.com. Today on Real Ghost Stories Online, a haunting location leaves investigators feeling cold forever. Mysterious crying drives a woman crazy as she pays a visit to her grandparents. And who is the purple man lurking in the closet? Welcome to Real Ghost Stories Online. Call in your real ghost story now at 855-853-4802 or write in at realghoststoriesonline.com. You are about to enter the world of the unknown and quite possibly the undead. This is Real Ghost Stories Online. That it is. 855-853-4802 is our phone number at Real Ghost Stories Online. Write it on the website, which is all new and updated and looks brand... I just said it's new. Um, and looks looks amazing. Looks uh, fantabulous. I don't think you've even seen it yet. But, I haven't yet. But it uh, it's uh, it's updated for 20, uh, 2020-ish uh, and should last for the next uh, 15, 20 years or so. Do you think so? You'll look back on it like dancing babies and like, holy <laughs> shit, look at that. Uh, but uh, it is uh, updated. Uh, it's, I, think I, I think it's the, uh, I think this is actually the third incarnation of the website. There was one like right at the beginning and then I changed it uh, to its last look for the last five years or so. And uh, so there you go. It's uh, it's all the same stuff. It's just, you know, laid out in a more modern way. It's it's more mobile friendly than the uh, the previous one had been. That's good. So uh, there you go. Uh, RealGhostStoriesOnline.com. Check it out. Submit your story. You can even now submit a picture with your story, uh, which is a new feature. It, oh, you, I'm glad you curate all the stories now. <laughs> it, it, you, yeah, it used to be where um, you would ha- you'd send it uh, a picture separately. But now you can actually, if you have a photo, uh, you can attach it to your story uh, on the uh, on the Submit Your Story button. So, And they come in a whole different way now, too. It's not the, the way that you had been you know, going through them. So I get so freaked out when I see the pictures. That's I'm glad you're <laughs> going to see them and not me. I have the option. I, it's all right. It's like <laughs> click on picture or not. So there you go. Uh, check it out. Uh, RealGhostStoriesOnline.com. We'd love to hear your story. Uh, and uh, check out that new website. Uh, let's, uh, let's see here. So there's uh, a new uh, Halloween coming out. Is uh, it the one that already came out? No. This is not a rerun. This is you're not listening to this in uh, uh, 2018, early 2018. So this is not. Okay. I had no idea. It's a, well, it's not official official yet, but it seems like it's pretty darn official. Uh, they are working on uh, getting the director and stuff lined up. Uh, let's see here. Sequel for uh, twenty. The, it'll be the sequel to the twenty eighteen uh, supposed final version of uh, Michael Myers versus Laurie Strode. Uh, the sequel is being developed. Uh, it's uh, being reported that the team is uh, shopping around the script, uh, looking to get their uh, writers in play. Very likely to have some of the uh, the same returning uh, cast members because at the end of the one from last year, you have not seen it yet. No, I haven't. I I want to, but I gotta wait till Halloween season. Otherwise, I'm not in the mood. I just watched it the other day with Livy. She well, yeah. loves scary movies. Yeah, 
and uh, with our 11 year old. And it's funny because she was 12 or 12 and a half. Yeah, she's 12 and a half. Uh, (laughs) It it makes it more fun if she sounds younger watching a horror movie. No, it sounds like you're a bad parent. That's true. Uh, (laughs) Anyway, she we were watching it and um, and so she loves horror movies like that. And she went to a friend's house and and her friend's like, oh, we can watch horror movies. And in Libby's mind, that's like it or Halloween. Um, and the, the friend is like, like uh, Monster House, which is an animated children's. Um. Which I adore this little friend <laughs> yeah. she has. She's so sweet and innocent. And it's like, oh, I wish they could all stay like that I think for it's, a lot longer. It's funny. It's just like, I think if like Libby started watching some of these horror movies with her friends, they'd all have heart attacks. So Libby did watch Monster House with her friend. Well, yeah, there you go. That's a good movie for little <laughs> kids. Um, but uh, the new Halloween supposedly in the works could possibly even be on track for uh, a release next year. Uh, it'd be tight at this point, but it could uh, it could happen. You know, I'm excited, except they're both senior citizens now. It's kind of like, when is this going to end? When they're both in wheelchairs <laughs> and and there's like they're just chasing each other on a hover round. Uh-huh. I think that would be great. Michael Myers on a hover round. It's going to be like Michael Myers in the nursing home well, before long. It'll be a scene where like Lori is getting out of her walk-in tub and... <laughs> And then Michael Myers is like riding the stair like lift thing up <laughs> on the banister and they're and they're playing like really spooky music. But it's just kind of awkward because all the camera angles are at like weird shots. And you're just like, well, this isn't that creepy anymore. He's, he's just kind of riding the stair lift and then he kind of like irks himself out of it and pushes himself into his wheelchair and then or his hover around. And then he just slowly goes down the hallway. But they're both really slow to move, so it's still, you know, the the intensity and the uh, the waiting is still there. Yeah. <laughs> and then Michael Myers goes out the window in the hover round. Somehow just literally breaks through the wall like Kool-Aid Man, and, <laughs> and that's how he goes out. You're like, how the hell does a hover round just drive through a wall? The magic of Hollywood. Mm-hmm. That's how. That's how. And there you go. <laughs> to watch all the that's, senior citizens giving that a try. That's how it's going to end. Uh, 855-853-4802 is our phone number at Real Ghost Stories Online. He dies at like the end of almost all of those, doesn't he? He does. And then in the sequel to each one, it's like it shows how he didn't die. But so, but like really, at the end of this last one, you got questions to it. It looks like he burned alive, but they never show him burning. And you look back down and he's not there. So you can you can make an assumption. Maybe he found a way out a window or something. But there's been some movies where like his head's gotten cut off. Yeah. I, but those don't really follow the the what is the word I'm looking for? The original or like the arc of the story mm-hmm. or the it's not a, not anthology. because Anthology means like a number, a certain number. But whatever it is, the whatever it is of the the canon, okay. the, the canon of the story. And this one follows the canon, but they say, okay, it follows the canon, but it only follows like one, two, three, and this. You mean chronological? Yes. Okay. Um, And so like all the other variations of the movie, even the ones that Jamie Lee Curtis was in playing the character, that didn't happen. That's not part of the actual story. Because she was in a, she played cameos in many of the Mm -hmm. uh, follow-ups, but they're saying that those were not ever truly part of the story line. So one, two, the one that just came out, and then possibly this new one. I, I, I don't know the exact, I know one, yes, for sure, and I'm not sure which other ones are included in the canon of it. Well, I think the second one that came out like the year after okay. the first one, because she played the same character and okay. and everything was the same. Sure. Okay. So one and two for sure then. Mm-hmm. And then this new one, I'm not sure if any of the other ones are included in that. Okay. I don't know. Was she in the third? 
I don't know. I don't know that I've ever seen the third. Or is that the one where David Hasselhoff plays that character where he played Laurie Strode? <laughs> Did you ever see that one? That's not true. He has a wig. It's really weird. It's okay. like you really, you had to get hat. It's time oh, for a story. Uh, 855-853-4802 is our phone number at Real Ghost Stories Online to share your uh, stories with us. Yes, I'll turn your microphone off so you can snack. Your mic's off. You can't say thank you. You want Here you go. Go ahead. I'm not going to say thank you, but it might rhyme with it. <laughs> That's not really a rhyme when it's two words. It has to be the same word. Okay. <laughs> I have some uh, some uh, pumpkin seeds over there. They're delicious. That's not a nice finger. Let's uh, let's go to our first story. It starts out with, this happened about a year ago due to some family issues. I temporarily moved in with my grandparents. My grandma comes and goes as she tends to, to their house, more than she does at this house. They live in a beautiful four-bedroom split-entry house. My grandparents slept upstairs while I took over the whole downstairs. It was nice and quiet away from my crazy family issues at home. After a few months of living there, I started to hear things. First, it sounded like someone was walking right outside my bedroom, but then it escalated to something that I'll never forget. It was the eve of Christmas when I first heard it. I was in a deep sleep when I was woken up by a loud wailing. It sounded like a baby crying right outside my bedroom window, but then it turned into something that sounded like a cat meowing or crying, if that's a thing. At first, in my disoriented state, I was, like, so confused, thinking, who the hell is crying, or whose baby is that? But I didn't care to look outside my window. The crying got louder, but now it sounded like someone was heavily sobbing, like at a funeral. I was not fully awake and scared shitless. I sat up in my bed and froze for a good five minutes, thinking it was just my imagination playing games with me. But no, this was real. I was wide awake, and someone or something was outside my bedroom window. I quickly reached beside my bed where my iPod was and quickly plugged the headphones into my ear and drowned out the crying noise. My heart was pounding against my chest as I tried to fall asleep. I secretly prayed for it to go away. It helped me fall back to sleep. The next morning was Christmas Day. I woke up trying to forget last the incident last night when my grandpa came into my room with a box. It was some shoes that I ordered online. As I was pulling out my shoes, my grandpa suddenly asked me, Was Katie here yesterday? Katie is my niece's name. She's two. I shot my, gran- my grandpa a confused, No, look, why? He looked at me and then let out a small chuckle. He said he thought she was because he heard someone crying last night. That's when I got scared and I told him, I thought it was a cat. He told me I was probably dreaming and told me not to worry about it. Thing is, my grandpa is a big believer in the supernatural. My grandpa was born with a gift, a kind, like a sixth sense. He can sense and feel things that us normal people can't. So for him to tell me not to worry about it, I knew that he knew something. I was meeting up with my family at my aunt's house for Christmas anyway, so I was going to tell them about what happened. When I got to my aunt's house, I told her and my mom what had happened. I told them what I heard, what grandpa heard, and what he said to me. My mom looked worried and said, she'll talk to my grandpa about it. My aunt was the same. She also said she talked to him about it. I honestly don't know if they did or not. I'm not about to ask them again. A couple of weeks passed without me hearing it again. My parents bought a new house, so my stay with my grandparents was over. I was in the middle of packing up some of my things around 8 p.m. on a Monday night, music playing, TV on, when I heard the same crying sound again. Again, I froze. This time, it was so close. I thought it was inside my room. My blinds were closed so that I couldn't see anything outside. 
but I was too scared even to go close to my window. This time, I slowly walked out of my room and upstairs to where my grandpa was. He was looking outside the porch window. I knew he heard it too. As I stood by the stairs waiting for him to say something, he kept stretching his neck to look over something. He muttered something, and I don't know what, but it must have worked because when he turned around, he saw me and told me to go back downstairs and that everything was all right. That night, the crying sound came and went on and off. I never really looked outside my window to see the source of the cry. I never asked my grandpa what he said or what he thinks it was. I pushed that behind me as I moved back in with my parents. After I left, my cousin moved in with my grandparents. She took over my room and redid everything. I assumed everything was all good until I asked her if she heard a crying sound at night. She looked at me scared and said, yeah, I have. I told her what happened to me when I was there and she confirms everything. I knew my grandpa and I were not the only ones hearing the crying noise to this day. I can still hear the disturbing crying sound when I close my eyes when I go back to my grandparents' house. I refuse to spend another night there. Okay, Grandpa does not get to tell you you must have had a bad dream when he heard it too and admitted that before. He said you must have had a bad dream. Rakins. It's not Rakins. Raccoons. How do you know? Well, or, or are you arguing my, pronunci- my enunciation of raccoons? I'm arguing that it's raccoons, <laughs> okay. but also, you know, I think you would tell the difference between a raccoon and a baby crying. Now, maybe a fox. A fox can definitely sound like a baby crying. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, if it's going on constantly every single day, I mean, I know it just kind of depends. I was going to say, well, the baby raccoons grow up and go and have lives of their own and careers, but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, the, uh, if it's every single day, yeah, the foxes though, they're, uh, if it like lives right out there, it, it, it's confusing because the baby crying in the woods, you know, quite often I think can be an animal. Animals can have a very distinct creepy sound that sounds a lot like a kid uh, crying and that's that's it's just ugh, it's eerie when you hear it. Um, there wasn't a lot unless I'm missing it. Was there any other part in that story where there was paranormal activity happening in the house or anything or was it just this crying that they can't explain? It was the crying yeah. but with the grandfather having a gift and kind of mm-hmm. having dealt with that throughout his life the way when she went upstairs and he told her to go back downstairs and everything was fine. The way he kind of acted like he saw something and it was a little bit off. Mm-hmm. I think there's more to it than an animal. Okay. I think maybe the grandfather's just, he just didn't share what all he was experiencing. I think if, and I think you're right, but I think if I was her, I would be going, well, I'm going to just write it off as raccoons to deal with this <laughs> and to process this without... Uh, uh, feeling more scared than I uh, than I need to. And back to the ghost stories in just a moment. First, uh, I want to thank our supporter today, Robinhood. It's an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, cryptos, all commission-free. While other brokerages charge you up to $10 for every trade, Robinhood doesn't charge any commission fees. You can trade stocks and keep all of your profits. Plus, There's no account minimum deposit that's needed to get started. You can start investing at any level. Simple, intuitive design of Robinhood makes investing easy for newcomers and experts alike. View easy-to-understand charts and market data and place a trade in just four taps on your smartphone. You can also view stock collections, such as 100 Most Popular. With Robinhood, you can learn how to invest in the market as you build your portfolio, discover new stocks, track your favorite companies, get custom notifications for price movements so you never miss the 
the right moment to invest. Robinhood is giving listeners of Real Ghost Stories Online a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help you build your portfolio. Sign up today. Go to realghost.robinhood.com. That's real ghost, R-E-A-L-G-H-O-S-T dot robinhood.com. It's your free stock. Can't go wrong. Real ghost dot robinhood.com. Uh, 855-853-4802 is our number at Real Ghost Stories Online to share your real ghost stories with us. Next letter says, hi, Tony and Jenny. Just found your podcast about a week ago. I love it. I've downloaded around 50 episodes and I'm working my way through them. Even as I type this. I have a few stories to share, one very recent, but I'll start with a few from my childhood. My wife and I both experienced things younger in life. I'd see shadow people just about every night peeking out from behind objects in the kitchen. I can still see them so clearly. Very tall, with elongated heads, almost like some depictions of lanky aliens. I also had an absolute dread of the basement, which was just across from my bedroom door. The scariest thing that happened to me in that house was when I went to get my parents because the door to the basement was left open and something grabbed my ankle from under my bed. I remember leaning forward, pulling as hard as I could before it finally released me, and I ran, screaming through the house to my parents' room. I do not doubt that the house was haunted. My wife also experienced things in her childhood, mainly centered around a purple man that she would see in her sliding door closet. Since I moved out of my childhood home at around 10 years old, I hadn't experienced anything out of the ordinary. In my early adulthood, I had chalked it up to just being young and having an overactive imagination. However, my wife and I just bought our first house together. We've been experiencing some strange things. We'll hear the front door opening and closing at night. Our bedroom shares a wall with our entrance room. I've seen my wife out of the corner of my eye, but when I turn, she isn't there. Almost like a doppelganger. Just last week, I felt what seemed like a towel fall onto my upper back in the restroom, only to turn around and reach behind me to find absolutely nothing. I could feel the weight of it, feel the air push my hair and shirt, and just nothing. That's the first physical contact experience I've had so far in this house. Some of these experiences will come with a feeling of absolute dread, while some feel benign or even a little playful. A few days ago, my wife saw the form of a man kneeling then being run over by a train. This was terrifying to her, but I couldn't feel or see anything. Could we have a poltergeist? Maybe two? I don't know what's going on, but I'd love to have your take. Thank you so much, and keep up the fantastic work. Andrew. It might be a poltergeist, but I, I'm kind of curious about the whole doppelganger thing. Mm-hmm. You know, It sounds like there's just a combination of everything going on. If you had a doppelganger that was ha- going on on a regular basis around your house, you could probably end up using that as an excuse for a lot of things. Yeah, I it's guess so. like, were you in this room? Did you do that? No, that was my doppelganger. I did not. <laughs> do you think does, do the doppelgangers like leave dishes out? You know, do they do they actively interact with your stuff, or do they just kind of go about and be there? I don't know. That's my question. I don't know because. It's almost like they just go about doing normal stuff, but just kind of with a different personality and different pace. Are they a real person? I don't think so. Just it's something else? I think it's something else. Almost like a time slip of like an alternative of like what... You think it's like like an alternative of like what could... Like what you could have been or what you could be had something 
different changed in your life but at some point in time you think that's what maybe a doppelganger is it's like a time slip but at that other slip x event happened and that made that person no i think it's something portraying themselves as you like actively trying to confuse Mm -hmm. okay yeah hard to know yeah yeah creepy story thank you 855-853-4802 is our number at real ghost stories online Next letter says, I learned a lesson that if you play with fire, you're going to get burned. There's a place called Crestview Bay. I had been to this place four times already, each time with different people. This time I was with a guy and three other girls. The story of this place is that a man died from freezing to death while hunting. He had no coat, and the story goes that your coat will get tugged if you're there. This place is on a road that leads two ways. It's a thick wooded area that's used mainly for hunting bear. One family... lived at the end of the right side of the road. This is how we got permission to go ghost hunting in this area. So it's almost dark. Our team has been walking around the road, taking pictures, listening for anything, and we decided to continue. I had the most terrible feeling inside of me. I told my main partner of my feeling. She shrugged it off. We started walking one by one through the area where the spirit is said to remain. Nothing happened with the girls. Guy walks through and says his coat just got tugged in the back. So it's my turn now. I was wearing my husband's coat. Lucky me, I walked through. My coat got tugged right below my right shoulder blade. Went and told everyone. My main partner then gets her dousing rods and starts asking questions. I do not take much part in this. I didn't provoke with the group because the feeling inside me almost made me get sick. I was scouring the woods for wild animals. I'm scared to death of wild animals, but I tried to keep the fear inside. The cold spot came out of nowhere near our group in the middle of the dirt road. We all felt it. It grew in size and became colder. I felt my coat get tugged on. Again, in the same spot, I told everyone. One of the guys in the group got his coat tugged on again, too. The temperature felt as if it had dropped around 20 degrees or below. Thing is, it was only fall. The actual temperature was near 60. Of course, it was nightfall, but the temperature never dropped below 40 degrees the entire month. We followed this cold spot for around 10 minutes or so while she used her dowsing rods. I felt someone grab my right arm, my right above my elbow. I looked to see and there was no one there. I immediately let everyone know that I just got grabbed and told them where. When my coat was touched in the spot where I felt someone grab me, it felt very hot. I kept touching my coat in the same spot. It was so hot feeling. It felt so strange. I told one of the girls to touch it and she said it felt very hot to her too. I was telling everyone that I was freezing and ready to go. Nobody wanted to leave. Except for me. I became numb. I've never been so cold in my life. I begged to leave and finally that they all agreed. No one was cold like me for some reason. So I get home after a car ride and it seemed like forever. I told my husband how cold I was and I was feeling very run down. It was late, close to midnight and I could not sleep. It felt like someone was inside me taking my life. It was horrible. I felt very sad, very isolated and angry all at the same time. I ended up crying myself to sleep. When I woke up the next morning, I was very sick and I couldn't talk. I was out of my head. I was so cold and numb. I curled up over the heater and could not even feel the heat. I asked God to help me rid myself of this demon. I tried to cast it out by yelling at it to leave and never come back. I finally called a priest and after getting to go into church, I did feel much better. Still, to this day, this very day, I cannot get hot. I stay cold 
especially my fingertips and toes. I know this is long and I don't want to waste more of your time, but I'm wondering what's going on. Is this caused by our investigation? I think it's kind of interesting that that's what she feels, I mean, feeling cold all the time mm-hmm. when they went to a place where somebody froze to death. It makes me wonder if that person that froze to death didn't want that feeling to be pushed on to the people that come there to investigate. It's it's very interesting that it's not left in my, that's what I think mm-hmm. is really creepy. Yeah. I, I totally get like you're there and that's what you're going to feel. Um, but to have it never leave. Do you think that ghost is with her? I don't know. That's what I'm kind of wondering. Or did it cause some sort of damage, like nerve damage that that's, because I mean, there's a lot of people who are perpetually cold in those areas. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, then for it to suddenly be like that, I would think she'd have mentioned like, and I've always been cold, but uh, this is probably something new that came on. Yeah. I just, I, I don't know. That's, I think that's a first mm-hmm. for something like that. That That's, yeah. That's going to make you like even you're going to that's going to come to mind every time we're at a place where like it might be haunted and you feel cold. <laughs> you're be like, I'm going to feel cold forever now. No, I'm going to not. I'm not going to think about that. I'm just going to hum songs from Disney's Frozen. No, let it go. Let it go. I'm so sorry. I'm so glad that that uh, movie is not like big right now. Oh, wait, there's like a second one coming out. So it'll be so much fun with, with our two little girls. Is it going to be just as popular the second round? I mean, they were like little when the first one came out. I hope not. But you know how Disney's going through and making all the animated movies into live action movies? Yeah. Just wait. They're going to totally do Frozen live action, I'm sure. Let me like for their kids, though. Yeah, probably. Because they're just now getting around to doing live action they did Beauty and the Beast, but they're going to do Aladdin. Yeah, they finally just got mm-hmm. that part. Have you seen the previews or the? Uh, I don't think there's video preview yet, but I know there's um, some still previews of Aladdin. Have you seen any? No, of those? there was a video preview. Oh, it was really? on during the Grammys. Oh, I didn't see that. And as much as I adore Will Smith, he just will not be the genie ever. <laughs> it's just weird. It's not right. I don't know, and I don't really have a reason why I don't like it. I just don't like it. <laughs> It's just... I know. There's a reason some of these movies were animated. And and I know that, obviously, there's no... You know, there's no way to get Robin Williams, but... Sure. I, uh, I just thought maybe they would do something a little more Robin Williams-esque and not, yeah. not go a whole different route. I don't know. It's I just... Some of these just don't translate no. into live action. It, 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 I don't know. They just don't. They were Beauty and the Beast did. It was really good. Yeah. I think I didn't see that whole thing. I've seen parts. I, I'm I'm interested to see how the Lion King translates. Yeah. The previews look I'm like, I'm interested, but I'm also kind of like not getting the Lion King vibe. No. When I'm seeing like there's like a certain like you saw, especially if you were a kid when it came out, like, oh the Lion King, kind of warm and fuzzy. Like I'm seeing these, and I'm like, this shit might eat me. <laughs> You know, I never really felt a threat of Simba when I was watching The Lion King. (laughs) Now I'm like, shit, you look at this cat the wrong way. You're going to lose an arm. Uh But, yeah, Uh, let's go to caller. Hi, you're on the air. I have uh, several stories that I could actually tell you, but I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure which one I want to start with. On Humphrey Street in St. Louis, Missouri, I was in bed. 
And while I was sleeping, I left here. I woke up and I heard this voice tell me that I was horrible things. Things that, words that you cannot say on television. And basically said I was going to be a failure in life. And when I tried to turn my head to look to see where that voice was coming from, I was paralyzed. So I laid there and started, and kind of went back to sleep. And when I woke up, I told my husband, and he didn't believe me. Whenever I was in, living in Slater, Missouri, I was getting up to clean up my house. And I had bought two urns at a yard sale. One was sitting on my kitchen table and the lid of it was in my living room. I picked up this lid and I walked into the kitchen and as I was setting the lid on the top of the urn, the chair slid in by itself, a good foot by itself. Another incident was in uh, Columbia, Missouri. I was laying in bed and I was masturbating. I'm a woman, I was masturbating. I opened up my eyes and I looked beside me kind of at the bed and there was a young man. He was beautiful, had blonde hair and he was watching me. And I stopped what I was doing and when I stopped what I was doing, he turned and he looked at my face. When he looked at my face, he seen that I was looking at him and it scared him. And he turned and dissipated out the back wall. Whenever I was in Florida, Missouri, I mean Florida, St. Augustine, Florida, uh, I was walking, I walked into uh, one, of, one of the bedrooms to get a wooden, uh, was a butter churn that I'd also gotten at a yard sale to put my dog food in because the beach rats were chewing on the bottom of the bag and eating the food. And I said out loud, I wonder where I put that lid, put the lid to the, to the churn. And a woman's voice says, lower your voice. In that same house, I was vacuuming the bedroom, and as I approached the closet, an extremely black shadow rushed around my body and went into the living room and kitchen. In that house, I had experienced many, many entities. There was a young man that, what, oh, the girl, I was standing in the foyer, and I was looking out the window for my husband, and the, the bathroom was right behind us. And the, I could look in the glass and in the reflection of the glass, I saw a young girl about 18 with red hair, shoulder length. It was, even, it was like styled under. And she walked up to the wall and stopped and turned and looked at me. I've had so many different experiences with spirits that I know they're there. The black shadow, that was the scariest, I think. It's good we get to know each other really well on this show. I think we've <laughs> built a, a community that's a safe zone. <laughs> Sometimes, too safe. So, I really think that she's just super sensitive. Yeah. And that this sounds like, from her story, these are all different things. It doesn't seem to be one particular thing following her. Mm-hmm. But just her sensitivity is there to the point where she she not only can feel things, but she can see things very much. They're everywhere you want to be. That's nice. Like Visa. Uh-huh. Or was that that's not that's Visa 
everywhere. It is Visa. Yeah. I think uh, so. Yeah. Or is um, it Capital One? No, it's the. I remember the. I don't think they run that. There is the same voice like Visa everywhere you want to be. Okay. Anyway, um, what the hell are you doing buying urns at rummage sales? <laughs> That's my next question. It, Why? It, you know, and as much as I love a good rummage sale, I do tend to worry about some of the things that you can get there if there's stuff attached to them. Sure. And I think if you're sensitive, that's something to, you know. <laughs> be cognizant of. Well, it sounds like, I mean, unless she's interusing the word urn for vase, I mean, urn is very specific for a vessel for, you know, ashes, correct? I mean, is it used for anything else? No, I mean, there's decorative urns that have, really? they're like a vase with the lid. Okay. Or you probably wouldn't know if I said ginger jar what that is. It's no. like a blue and white urn shaped thing with okay. a lid. It's a decorative. So it's not just for ashes, but uh, it makes you wonder, though. Yeah, I get. I've always just associated the term "urn" with uh, for dead people. Well, it's like after you get somebody in, cremated, yeah. and you go and you spread their ashes. What do you do with the urn? Do you yard sale. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I'm wondering how how urny was this urn? You know, how much urn would, it, would an urn urn chuck if an urn chuck could chuck wood? I guess urns are not just for dead people anymore, uh, is what I'm wondering about this. Mm -hmm. Is is was, was this a decorative Pier 1 urn? Right. Or did this hold Aunt Edna at one time? <laughs> and now that she's had her remains scattered across the top of the Stardust Casino and Resort and Convention Center in Las Vegas, uh, is is she now, is, is the vessel now, you know, here with our caller? Could be. Holding some lovely roses and whatever else she wants to put in it. Whatever room it may be in in her house. <laughs> I got nothing else. You can else. store a lot of stuff in urns. They're kind of big, you know? I got nothing else. 855-853-4802 <laughs> is our phone number at Real Ghost Stories Online. There's always firsts on this show, and I think that was, that was a first on that uh We've had ghosts having sex with people before, but we've never just had that brought up the way that was brought up. Yeah, I don't think we have. I think that's the first. We should have a bell. We should just ring the bell. No. Ceremony. No. Here we go. Not a bunk bed, but a bed was involved. <laughs> Ghostpodcast.com. Support the show. Keep us on the air. Until next time for Jenny and Tony. Her face is turning, turning red. Thanks for listening. Have a great night, everybody.